All right, welcome back to the Big Shame Podcast. It's been quite a minute. I do apologize about the delay. Uh, life has been a bit of a whirlwind. Good and bad things have happened, but you know, it doesn't matter. We're back at it now. Um, so this is really just going to take this episode to kick off season two of the Big Shame Podcast. Um, to kind of just you know update everyone how things are going, what training's like, how the competition went. Because last time we spoke, I believe I was like a couple weeks out or a month or something. I don't know. But... Now that we're back at it, we'll just kind of start with that. So just really the plans for the podcast going forward are going to be going to try and bring out some more guests to get some different perspectives. Um, we're going to have Nashville Tags going to be on here. I'm actually going to have my mom come on because her perspective of the competition, I think it's hilarious. And I would love to get her to talk about it. It was pretty funny from an outsider's like non-fitness perspective. I would love to have that. So that's kind of the direction we're having. We're going to try and bring Jack back on because she's been, he's been crushing it up at St. Francis with uh, men's volleyball, I believe. Can't remember. Yeah, men's volleyball, women's basketball. All that. He's doing great stuff. Um, just kind of update everyone on my own training, where we're going with that, just things here and that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the plans for the podcast. Good things coming. I'm going to try and field some more questions from people, we'll get this to be more informative, kind of reach a little broader audience, and hopefully I'll improve my speaking abilities some more as well. So what have I been up to lately? Uh, let's see where to start. So we started, uh, I cannot remember, I believe we started the new job uh, in the last episode, it was the last, was where we left off. So Quantum's been great, um, the staff's really good, it's been a lot of fun working in that environment, I believe I touched on that before, like environment is so key, but this people really train hard at this place. So it's been a ton of fun with that um clients are doing very well or actually i believe i feel a bit more confident in my ability like as a coach i feel like i'm starting to piece some things together i have a lot to learn but i'm getting more guaranteed results with people a lot more like physique changes performance goals have been through the roof honestly it's been it's been really cool to have things almost be predictable with clients we can tell you like where people are going to be like within eight weeks or something which is really neat um but yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. Like training has been very exciting, both in in-person and in the online sphere. So there's been a lot of progress, both for myself and for my clients. So everybody's kind of winning with that. So that's a quick update on work. Um, actually, there's a cool training app called Rise, R-Y-S-E, that's kind of starting to pop off. That's been a lot of fun. Hopefully I'll be working with the developers a little bit with some, pro, like adding some programs to their, to their app for new users and whatnot. So that's just a quick touch up there. This is going to be kind of a brief episode, just kind of get me back in the swing of podcasting again, because it's been, who, the, who knows, too long. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the competition. The uh, competition <laughs> was so interesting. I can't remember if I still had a coach at the time when I recorded last, but that didn't go well. <laughs> we, I dropped him like a month and a half, and it was probably my least favorite time period of training that I've had ever. Yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> a prep mistake just walked in the door. Uh, let's see. Where we're, yeah, so we had the coach. It just was not. Uh, our training philosophies were extremely different. Um, to be honest, I felt like it was, <laughs> I was being trained like I was enhanced and it was, I was getting run into the ground. So I decided to not continue with the coaching and just kind of finish it out myself, um, along with like a little bit, couple other life events happened with that. I got a puppy middle of prep, which I do not recommend. Do not, do not ever do that. It was terrible. Uh, really found out that I was not meant to raise a dog, especially like with how busy life is. So 
I can't stress this enough. Don't make big life decisions in the middle of prep. <laughs> if that was the that was the only big one that I really did that didn't go well. But from a co for me telling you to do as I say, not as I do on this one, do not get a puppy in the middle of prep. Absolute disaster. Screwed asleep, made weight loss really weird for a little bit. But so after we fired the coach and decided to like I almost didn't finish, uh, to be honest. I started have like there was a lot of like other ex extra <clears throat> outside like stressors going on, and I started to flirt a little bit with. It was almost like being like it was there was a lot of disordered eating patterns, and I can't tell if that was just solely due to the fact that like prep had been so long or like we were starting to get like so lean that things were weird. But just like my mental state, I found out that I use food as like an emotional crutch, so it started to lead to quite a bit of like binge eating and then like the stress from that it, it was not good like I almost pulled out because I thought I was like starting to develop binge eating disorder luckily like after prep and like after things kind of normalized I realized it wasn't the case it was just like it was there was just too much stress that it was just deciding to the outlet that was coming out was me to just like not stick to the diet for a little bit which made things really <laughs> annoying because it was just like I was like holding probably like two or three pounds just above where I need to be for stage and could have completed the prep way easier if like I hadn't done that. So I think that next time I compete, I can almost guarantee like it'll be so much smoother because life shouldn't be as big of a disaster. <laughs> but so that was a big obstacle. The coach I had, it was not making it any better. It actually was just like, uh, it made it worse because it was like, okay, not this other person, some extra pressure. And I was not enjoying training, which was kind of like my normal outlet of things was to go to train. And that was no longer fun because performance was dropping hard. Like I felt terrible. And it wasn't like solely because like, oh, you're in prep, like your performance is going to drop. It was like the programming was not good. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and like bash him or anything. It just, it just didn't work out. So went back to my own programming and immediately felt a lot better. I felt a lot of less stress drop off. And I was like, okay, like I realized that if I'm going to get someone to coach me, like I'm going to have to have like the utmost faith in their abilities to do this. And they're going to have to, like, I'm going to, next time I do that, if I ever do that again, is like kind of screen their philosophy a bit more and just make sure that we align a bit. So if I were to hire someone, it would be like RP, since uh, basically that's why training is very similar to their model and the way they coach. I really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, so we did that. And I think we had about a month. So, shout out to my client and buddy, Josh. I was like, hey, I don't think I'm going to finish competition. And basically, we had like a quick like text conversation. And he was, at the end of it, he was like, don't be a bitch. You've got like three weeks left. Like, finish it out. And I was like, all right, yeah, screw that. Like, we've, I've died it for damn near a year. It's like, I'm going to finish this out. So, got my head out of my ass, put together a plan, pushed pretty hard, and then ran a similar peak that I did the first go round to the competition that I missed. So it was a full week of depletion, which was super smooth. So, which was surprising because so what the depletion was, so normally on a typical peak, you would break it in. It's usually on like a seven day split. So you're like your Saturday out from the, comp like a week out from the competition. So you're on a Saturday and then out. So it's one Saturday away from the next, which is typically when shows are usually on Saturday, as I just stumbled through that a million times. <laughs> um, but so what I did, so what you would do is you would either front load your carbs early in the week or you would like deplete and then up like add carbs closer to the competition like two or three days out and kind of see how you do. So what I did before 
and the idea comes from Broderick Chavez, who I heard this on the Revive Stronger podcast. Steve Hall did this, like, not this past season, but like his last time he competed, is you basically deplete for a whole week, and the idea is that like the supercompensation effect of like re-uploading like glycogen into the muscle takes long. It should t- theoretically take longer than like two or three days. So the idea is you deplete hard for a week. So it's like I think I started carbs on the Saturday, like two Saturdays out was maybe like 200 and then dropped to where the end of it was at most like 50. And this was like veggies. So very low carbs. The calories were super low. It's the lowest I get the entire prep. But what was really odd was hunger actually seemed to dissipate during this. It was I don't know if it was just like, hey, we're towards the end. Like, let's just do this thing or like I got a second wind. But it was a lot easier than expected. It was actually the easiest week of prep, which was not. <laughs> if you would have told me that at the beginning, I would have been like, you're out of your mind. But it was smooth that week. I feel like I looked better during that time period from just like, there, it was crazy the amount of like how stress like just dipped a ton of water off like immediately. It was like physique changed daily. It was really cool. I documented quite a bit of that. Like I noticed like legs were coming in like each day it looked like if you were to do side by side, like that had to be a week's difference, but it was like seven days. So then the following week is you, I added in, oh God, what was it? It was like 800 grams of carbs a week out. And then kind of noticed how I looked after that and scaled it down a little bit. And once I found like that sweet spot, I just held it and then held it into the competition, which was, which competing was fun. But so that was the peaking strategy that I used like on the nutritional front. So training that depletion week was basically wasn't really following anything. It was go in, we're going to hit each muscle and we are going to just blast it to death. So the idea of the whole thing still is we're pulling as much glycogen out of the muscles. So you're flat as can be like just nothing there. And then you'll be overly sensitized to like reuptake of glycogen. So you'll fill back out the next week. That's like the overall like approach to it from both nutritional and training perspective. So then the week before, like the week of the competition is just really light training. Basically, just go get a pump. Nothing crazy. You don't don't want to be sore. You want to have like no like soreness going into the competition because you could potentially hold water. So you basically just trying to hold on, keep stress as low as possible. Basically, sleep's in check, food's in check. And you're just like, I don't think I've ever stared in the mirror as much as I did uh, that week and the week prior because it was just like you have to monitor. It's like. You need to make sure that you didn't over, you didn't spill over, you didn't eat too much, like you didn't train too hard, like you, you're basically a walking chemistry bomb that you don't know how it's going to react from day to day. Like you, the randomest thing could throw it off. So it's just trying to control as many variables while keeping stress down at the same time, which sounds kind of counterproductive, but is definitely necessary. But overall, that was it was weird. It's the two easiest weeks of prep. <laughs> which was so funny. Um, so then drove down the day before weigh-ins. I was 164, 163 for stage. So like I still have like 11 pounds that I can add on to to be on stage. So it's like I was not big. <laughs> I was tiny. I felt tiny. But looked good. You get the tan. So for those that have never done a competition before, the whole experience is really weird. To say the least, from an outsider's perspective and going through it. So basically, you get there, you weigh in, and then you go get your first coat of tan the night before. Which is basically, you just going into a room butt naked with a bunch of other dudes and have just some people spray you down in the tent. 
and then you air dry and you get back in your clothes which you want to keep baggy because you're going to get tanner everywhere and you try not to ruin where you're staying basically and then you just kind of chill out and luckily i had a buddy that lived in chandiga so it was pretty much ideal he's five like five minutes walking from the, the competition so there was low chance of me missing it this time so then the next morning you wake up go get the second coat of tan plan for the day to be completely disorganized it's not going to run how smooth as it should be um i think they were so far behind on tans that a buddy and i like i actually was competing with a friend down there which was cool so we met up we skipped the line for the tan um got in front that way we would make sure we'd be ready and whatnot and then it's pretty much just sit and wait try not to freak out gonna eat your food throughout the day i ate more protein bars for whatever reason they it's like a chocolate peanut butter one for some reason it just gave me like a pretty decent pump and rice cakes throughout the day i tried to keep it like i don't this is the last part and i didn't well so the peak was so went so well that i didn't really have to do anything the day of and like all that matters is in the morning so i know how i look in the morning i looked better in the morning than i did in the evening the whole like past two weeks prior to so i just made sure to basically keep that same look and then hop on stage which was like five seconds i feel like i was there for maybe a minute for the pre-judging so for those that don't know basically all the scoring's done in the morning the evening show that happens way later in the day is basically there for like the entertainment aspect of it which i think is stupid like why it even matter i wish they would just do it all at one time like either it's just all gonna be at night or it's all gonna be in the morning because you spend a lot of time just waiting around for nothing, just to hear the results. Because they don't tell you in the morning, but the results are done in the morning. Minus like some crazy stuff going on for the overall or something. But yeah, so it was a class of just four, myself including that four. One dude was, it was very apparent that was not competitive. I give him props for doing it, but it's just like, eh. It's first show, so it is what it is. But there was like two other people that would like, I was like, okay, this could be potentially close. So the only one I was really worried about was this older guy who, I swear he's like 35. So like he had like real dense, like like you could tell he's like had been training for a while and like this wasn't his, he said it was his first prep, but I don't know. Just like to get that look, I've noticed people have gone through like a diet before, like the level, it was, there's like a density thing you just kind of see with age. It's weird, but he was the one I was worried about, but then I was in the center spot the whole time and never like got moved out of it at all we hit like all the mandatories like real quick and then it was just like okay you're done and i was like i feel like i won especially when we saw the like shots from the back and i was like this is the first time like i confidently like in my life it was like i have a better physique than these individuals and it was i was just like i'm pretty sure i won so then it's just kind of waiting around for the evening then they announced it and i was like sweet but i didn't really feel that accomplished <laughs> after actually at the end of it which was super odd but i think it's because i realized like I overall was not particularly satisfied with how I looked. Granted, I got like the placing I wanted, which thank God that would have been devastating to not. But I just feel like the next time I can bring a way better package. I think like I wanted to bring a better package and just didn't do it. And like just like the mishaps I had over the course of prep, like I know that they happen. People don't know that they happened, but I did. So just that kind of bothers me from just like a personal perspective. So. I mean, it is what it is. Like, we made it through. We made it through the competition <laughs> and did it. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention this. Backstage was freezing. So it was, like, darn near impossible to, like, pump back up. It was so cold. 
I was like, man, like, it's not from, like, lack of carbs or anything. It was just, like, I was cold. It was freezing back there. Like, nobody could get them up. And, but, yeah, so we got the win, which is cool, I guess. Like, like I said, like, I'm not, like, that, like, I'm moderately, not even moderately excited, but I just know we can do better. So in the future, we'll aim to bring a way better physique and not goof or not mess around like that. Make sure life's better. So that was the, you know, the conclusion to that saga. Um, but yeah, so what we're doing now, training wise, is basically not going to compete until 2023, the latter half of the year for sure. It will not be the first half. Like, we're going to spend some time definitely healing, uh, like hormonally. I really wish I did blood work beforehand because I feel like I jacked some stuff up. Because stuff, like, it's, we're still two months out and stuff's not 100% normal, I don't feel like. Especially because, like, we dieted for so long and, like, held being relatively lean for like quite some time so definitely gonna keep an eye on that i'm gonna try and get blood work probably start of the year just to see how i'm like feeling and looking medically because that was oof, too long that turned into it was almost a year prep so we don't want that again so 2023 latter half of the year is when we'll compete again uh the goal is still to get pro card i wish yeah that's another thing i wish i did more than just true novice I feel like I could have competed in like the open, not the open, yeah, the open, whatever it was, the the bigger one, the novice category, and maybe the open, who knows? But it'd been cool to see how I stacked up against those guys. But yeah, so now we're just we reverse dieted out, more like recovery diet. So we put on like in like two weeks, like maybe ten pounds, like pretty quick, just because you don't want to stay that lean. Like after after the show, it's not not good for you. Like it's dangerous. Like there's no point in staying that lean. Um, so got the normal levels of food pretty quickly, like food focus went down, like binging had stopped two weeks before, which was good. And like overall, like appetite is, is normal. It's not crazy anymore. It, it didn't take, it didn't take that long. Training has rebounded so well, so quickly. It was, it's crazy when you get food back in you when it's been that long, like how well you respond. So spent like eight weeks just kind of putting on, like maximizing the, like, rebound basically like after prep like your body's really sensitized to to food and regaining weight so i was like okay if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna like drive training volume up pretty high to get as much muscle as we can from this and kind of minimize like fat regain so that was my thinking for that and worked out pretty well we're sitting like 180 right now two months out but like way leaner than we ever have been at this body weight which is sweet like so really good ab definition so pretty vascular, but like strength is getting really close to where it was like peak, like mass and strength for before the competition, which is awesome. So now that we finish that out. I'm going into a strength focus for a little while. I'm going to try and hit some goals. The goal is like 600 Hatfield, and then four or five plus on bench is our main main ones, and then oh 225 overhead press, and maybe we'll get our deadlift to not be so embarrassing, but. We'll see. I may just drop that. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, so that's what training is going to be right now. Kind of short-term goals. And then after that, we're going to run a mini cut. Kind of resensitize ourselves with some foods, volume. And get back into just plain old hypertrophy training and trying to bring a way better package. Um, based off what how we looked when we got down, I still want to add size to legs. Legs definitely come up. But they can definitely be bigger. We're going to add some... Really, just oh, we just, I just really just need to be bigger. If I'm going to compete like as a natural NPC, like I'm going to have to add some size. 
if we want to get that pro card. So that's the game plan. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. This podcast, like I said, we're gonna try and get people on, get this thing rolling again, take some more questions, and kind of talk about some topics. But yeah, welcome back. Thanks for those that are gonna listen to this. If it's been so long, sorry for the delay, but I just really wasn't in the mindset of the podcast. I tried like a month ago and just didn't have it. But here we are. Well, guys, uh, subscribe, like, whatever, you know, share this around. Look forward to seeing you guys soon.